This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. God said I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink foamed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbro from smalltownhomestead.com. And uh, hey, we got something pretty uh, special going on right now. Um, it's been a couple months since I've done a podcast. And uh, today we're kicking off day one of our 30 days of homesteading Q&A. This is where I've reached out to some of the best bloggers and podcasters in the homesteading space to answer your questions about homesteading. Um, each episode is going to feature uh, one question and an answer for uh, 30 episodes. So we're just going to jump right into it uh, with our first question. Uh, today's question is, I'm thinking about pursuing an off-grid lifestyle. What are some things I should deeply consider before taking any big steps towards this? Now, uh, questions like this are exactly the reason I wanted to do something like this is because, you know, I'm not an off-grid homesteader, and I really don't plan to be. So I could really never answer this question adequately. So instead, I pass this question on to someone who is homesteading this way. And they can answer your question. So here to answer this question is uh, Terry Page from Homestead Honey. So what do you say, Terry? Uh, what do you have to say to this person who's considering an off-grid lifestyle? What do they need to be considering? Hi, this is Terry Page. I'm from Homestead Honey, and I am going to answer the question today. I'm thinking about pursuing an off-grid lifestyle. What are some things I should deeply consider before taking any big steps toward this? This is a great question. Um, so just to give you a little bit of background, my family moved to a piece of raw land about three years ago. We live in northeast Missouri, and we proceeded to um, basically camp on our land and build a 350-square-foot tiny house. Um, we've since installed solar electric, and at the moment, we live in a dry cabin, so we don't have any uh, plumbed water coming into our cabin. We have water catchment and um, and a pond. And so we are living very off-grid. Um, the only connection that we have would be an internet connection, and we have a, a smartphone. So that's how we're connected to um, society, but we live at the end of a quarter mile gravel road. And um, for us, the reasoning behind going off grid was kind of a combination of practical, just, you know, it was very expensive to pull in utilities that we might need, and also just living out our values. So um, here's a few things I was thinking about in terms of thinking, thinking about 
before you go off grid. The first thing is codes. Codes are huge. Um, I mean, they will dictate what you can do where. And, you know, of course you have the choice. You can either abide by code or you can choose to just do your own thing and hope you don't get caught. Um, I lived in a house for about 14 years where we were not to code. The house was actually illegal on the property. And it was a fantastic place. But, you know, honestly, I always had this fear in the back of my mind that we were going to get turned into the county. Um, and it just, it was nerve wracking. So when we were considering moving, one of the things that was actually really appealing to us was that this area of Northeast Missouri doesn't have that much in the way of owner builder codes. In fact, there's really none. Um, so, you know, of course that could be taken advantage of, but for someone who wants to go off grid, it is really awesome to not have to work around codes. Now that said, um, I'll, there's a lot more happening with um, cities and, and uh, other municipalities being on board with, with off-grid living. So you just have to look into where you live or where you want to live and decide how much you want to um, follow code or go against code. Um, so that would be my first, my first recommendation. The second thing I would say is how off grid do you want to go? I mean, you know, you can have a cabin out in the middle of the woods with nothing connected to it, or you can be within a city. Um, obviously you're not off grid if you're still connected to uh, the electrical system, but you know, maybe that's a great first step for you to get say a solar electric system and, remain on the grid for a time while you figure out your energy usage. So just thinking about the whole range from being completely self-sufficient to taking little baby steps toward that where you're at right now. Um, the third thing I would say is what kinds of life experiences do you have to prepare you for this? And, you know, honestly, because we've been doing all of the work ourselves and we have a very small budget and um, two young children, everything has been taking a lot longer than I think we anticipated. So at times, in fact, for a lot of time, especially the first year while, while we were building our house, it felt very much like camping or backpacking even. And I was very comfortable with that. My husband and I met working outdoors and we backpack for fun. So, you know, that was something that was very comfortable to us. We already knew a lot of, um, we had a lot of skills and we had already homesteaded for about 14 years. So taking this next step was, um, it wasn't that difficult, but, you know, just think about what kinds of life experiences do you hold and how, you know, and that will also affect how big you want to go with off-grid experience. Then I would also ask, what is your budget? It is a great money saver to be off the grid in the long term, but in the short term, it's expensive. You know, I mean, even if you install your own solar, you're still looking at a fairly large upfront investment. We purchased, um, we have a system that has three solar panels, eight batteries, um, a pretty good inverter, and we spent about $5,000 for that system. With that, we're able to power a chest freezer, lights, a computer, uh, we have a few small appliances like blender, food processor, but we're not running an air conditioner. We're not running a refrigerator right now. We're not running a washing machine, definitely not running a dryer. Um, now we bought it with the intention of being able to upgrade as we were able to, but 
just know that up front there's an investment. Uh, water systems, you know, our long range plan is to build a cistern underground. Right now we're digging a root cellar. It's a very similar process. And our budget for the root cellar is going to be right around $1,200. And that's with us doing all of the work ourselves. So just, you know, budgeting, what do you have available? And what kinds of resources do you have available? Do you have community members that are skilled that can help you out? Do you know someone that can help you do a solar install? Great. Then you can, you know, buy the components and put it together yourself. Or do you need to hire somebody? And then, um, yeah, baby steps. You know, I think sometimes people get the idea that people who live off grid just, you know, go cold turkey, move out to the woods and just start from scratch. And sometimes that's true. But a lot of the time, there's a whole history of learning and growing and studying and researching and practicing before taking that plunge. So if you're already living in a home and you want to retrofit, that's fantastic. Like, go ahead and take a baby step. See what you can do. Maybe you can install water catchment off the back porch, um, you know, getting some water off of your roof and collecting it for your garden or for your irrigation. Um, maybe you can install some solar panels. That's awesome. Um, and lastly, I would say read and learn what you can before taking the plunge. It is so important to be armed with this body of knowledge. And there's so many great blogs and websites. I personally love the folks at Backwood Solar. They have been so helpful to us. We purchased our solar electric system through Backwood Solar and did the install ourselves. But my husband was on the phone with them every few days during the install getting advice. And that's part of what they offer. Um, so I really, I just love them. I love um, these businesses that offer education as part of their business model. So um, yeah, I really think it's fantastic that you're considering an off-grid lifestyle. It's been really rewarding for us. I mean, we just feel like not only are we able to live out the values that we have, but it's something that we feel we're bringing to our community as an education piece and showing people that it's possible to generate electricity with the sun and to collect water and use it in a really mindful way. So I write about some of these topics on my blog. It's called Homestead Honey, and the address is homestead-honey.com. I also have a Facebook page, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter as homestead underscore honey. So I would love to hear from you. And if you have any other questions, be sure to um, shoot them my way. Thanks. Wow, that was some great advice from Terry. Um, I encourage you to go visit her site. That's homestead-honey.com. Um, I'll have links to her uh, blog and uh, all the ways you can contact her through social media at the website. So, yeah, definitely go check out more about uh, what she's got going on there. Very good stuff from Terry. To get to the show notes for this podcast, just go to smalltownhomestead.com backslash offgrid. That's smalltownhomestead.com backslash offgrid. That's one word, offgrid. And uh, there you can just find the links to everything she mentioned. She also had uh, uh, mentioned Backwood Solar in there, and there will be a link to, to that as well. So, yeah, definitely go check out all about Terry and what she's got going on. Make sure you come back uh, next time. We're going to be doing multiple episodes per week. So uh, definitely pop back in for 30 days of homesteading Q&A. Happy homesteading. Thanks for listening. 
to see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow.